Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we roll into hour number three. Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. Be part of the conversation, 800-919-3776. News of the day includes Joe Shane speaking to the media this morning as the Giants go into a bye week, saying that Daniel Jones is very much their starter once he's healthy, and yet they would also still consider taking a quarterback in the first round if that's the best player available. A coaching change in the NFL, another one. Now Frank Reich is out. He only coached 11 games for the Carolina Panthers with Bryce Young as the number one pick, but David Tepper, the uh, owner, has made yet another change at coach. So Frank Reich out in Carolina. Um, for Yankee fans, you know, Sonny Gray keeps getting paid. $75 million he gets in a new deal with the St. Louis Cardinals. So there's all that going on. And, of course, there's the Jets coming off another loss and more questions about offense and everything else that's going on there in Florham Park that we'll get to momentarily. But, Bart, it's hour number three. It's Bart and Han. What's that mean? The Jets taking the Giants stink. It's the sour hour, 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 hour. Oh, the pain. Hour, hour. How the Knicks doing? Our, 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 Friday was our, good. Our, Last night, our, not so great. New York sports. Our, 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 well, the Rangers our, are good. The yeah, Rangers are really good. I don't do that hockey. Yes, it is the power hour. It's served up by Grand Marnier, made for those who I'm live. I'm moving to Denver. To All the sports are on top. Outside the box, Denver. No, I'm just playing. Jokic and no, just he, that's the only. Sierra's one. husband is coming back. He is starting to make to make you eat your words. How the Rockies looking? Uh, Live to step outside the box. We like to put a twist on the traditional and believe in a world that's not just good, but grand. All right, um, Bart. Before we get to the calls, what the hell happened on Friday? Like, is it is it now? Can we officially say it might not be the quarterback? Maybe it is the system. Maybe it is Nathaniel Hackett because. Or maybe it's just the fact that the offensive line is so bad and banged up no. that how it no one and if Aaron Rodgers comes back even he can't possibly do anything when the offensive line is that banged up and that bad. It's just hard for me to say that Aaron Rodgers can't do something. What I'm saying is I don't know if we want him to do something, Ooh. and I think it may be just time to fold him. You got to know when to hold him, know when to fold him, and it just may be time to hold him. And Aaron Rodgers. Well, here's the reason why, just not to cut you off, but because you just said that, I do want to point out that as we're looking at the draft order, we hate doing this, but it is true. The Jets right now have a top 10 pick. What number? Eight. Eight. And they're only one loss away from moving into the top five. Uh, and that's only because we beat the Giants. So when the Giants come back. And the Giants right back, now are at six. They're going on a right. bye. And it's only reason is because we beat them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you'd have the seventh pick. So yeah. they'll pass us in a minute. Because they'll win, and we. If, well, yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. And now do we start easy, doing they, that? The Giants got the easiest remaining schedule. We should have a higher draft pick. We should end up with a worse. The Giants have the second easiest remaining schedule, other than the uh, yes, other than that. But I don't even want. I think it's too long ago for us to get into the whole hail mary at the end of the half pick. You know the, oh, the fail man. mary thing. It, if that, like I said on the post game, if this doesn't encapsulate what the Jet season has been all about, two interceptions. 
one for a pick six, put points on the board. Like, here, offense, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Then give you another ball. And not only does it, like, I said this in all my years of football. I've never in my life. Now, I've seen interceptions return for touchdowns. In my life, I've never seen a Hail Mary return for a touchdown. Ever. The whole length of the field, Bart. This is Allen. Ever. When I say ever, ever, I've, never, ever? I've never seen a Hail Mary return back for a touchdown. It's either a knockdown, somebody take, catch it in the end zone, take a knee, somebody get tackled. This dude went 102. I was in my car. Drive. Right, I was on right. my way to the garden for the Nick game that so, night. But so, we did our show, so. then it led into this. And so I only got to see the first quarter of the game televised. I listened to the game driving in, and I'm, I'm hearing Bob was choosing. As soon as I thought I was going to heard about, the 10. But I heard the intercept. Like, I heard, okay, so they, they get a stop, and there's seconds left. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, take the knee, go in. It's it, what, what was the score at that point? Was it 10 was it 10 six. 6 or something? Right? They, they, because we missed the extra point. Extra like point, right. Well. And so I'm like saying, all right, like, you're surviving. And then when they say he drops back, and then he's even saying, maybe they could just throw one up and see what happens. And I'm going, and it was, I don't want to do that. It was a great attempt. Well, but it was short. Like, as oh, he's, he's making the call, I'm saying to myself, all right, this is not getting fun. Like, it's not fun anymore when he told me they're at the Jets 40. He's got to see him to the third. I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. Somebody eventually has got to hit see this guy, right? all these fat dudes getting clipped off because all whoa. the receivers were behind him because the ball was underthrown. And then and then Boyle gets his ankles broken. And poor, and poor Garrett. <laughs> Garrett. Garrett ran 50 to get down for the Hail Mary, and he ran 150 from the top to the bottom, and he just he just ran out of petrol. He ran, <laughs> he he ran, ran out of petrol. Because he was just think The guy caught it, and Garrett thought he was going to catch him like on the one or two because he was at the top, and the kid ran to the to the far sideline. Garrett tried to catch him like Julio Jones caught, uh, or like Ben um, Ben Watson caught uh, Champ Bailey. He thought he was going to catch him from that angle at the top. Ran out of X button, dog. Tim Boyle. Ow. Three receivers out to the right. Solo left Garrett Wilson. He'll take the shotgun snap at midfield. And I would assume try and heave it as far as he can. He's back to throw. Buying some time. Steps up. Let's it go. It's a jump ball all the way down at the goal line. And that's intercepted for Miami. On the return, and running it to the 40-yard line is Javon Holland. He's Listen. at the 50. Ready? Puts it back at the Jet 40. Right Has there. a crease all the Has way down to the crease. 15. He's at the 10, 5, into the end zone for a Dolphin touchdown to end the first half. When he said that, when he said at the 40, and then he said, has a crease, I'm in the car, I'm gripping the steering wheel going, no, 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 this can't happen. Oh, it happened, This baby. dude got... It happened. This dude got to the 40 so damn fast. He was like, intercepted. You, yeah. Is that the 40? The 40? The 40, yeah. What the because, hell is this Hussein well, Boat? Was nobody there. What is this Hussein Boat? <laughs> but wait. The hell did he get to the 40 from, he caught the ball. From the franchise that brought the you the fake spike, the butt fumble. Always on Thanksgiving. That's we, always on the We now uh, take it down. So uh, you said you've never seen this before, right? Ever. The longest defensive touchdown as time expired in the first or second half. James Harrison. That's right. Come on, Super Bowl, baby. But that wasn't a Hail Mary. That was just a – I understand an interception. Interception, That's you, different. You, you, you jump a route, everybody's behind you. He had eight people in front of him that he ran through. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like everybody, when James Harrison caught the ball, it was two people. He was in front of everybody. This was the first pick six on that, a Hail Mary – since 2000, at least 2006, because that's when ESPN began tracking it specifically like that. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
I, I, I laugh to keep from crying. But, all right, now for the serious part of this whole thing, which, you know what, if anybody's interested in hearing from Tim Boyle, raise your hand, not me. All right, I'm not, I'm not like... I mean, he gets two chances. Whatever, man. right? That's fine. But this now starts to become more of a, what is, what is, the, like, how could you be this inept and this bro, bad? Bro, hold on. So, 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 what? Have we seen... The Cleveland Browns. No, no. We, the the league has been bad offensively. There are bad offenses in the league this year. That is true. But so first and foremost, Salah have to having to answer about your offense being outmanned. You just don't have enough. We're young on that side, and I know they're fighting. They're they're working their tails off. Coaches are trying to figure out how to put them in the best position possible. They're practicing. They're working. They're deliberate. Everyone's doing their best. Okay. Then what about the play calling issue that everybody now keeps bringing up? How about just why isn't he considering making a change there? That'd be a really long answer, an answer for another day, I guess. But, you know, when you look at it all, and again, it's a little bit of everything, whether the calls could be better, whether the execution can be better, whether our one-on-one battles can be better, it's taking advantage of the situations we have. When we get them, do I think play caller will fix that? I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that. Uh, He doesn't have an answer, or does he, Bart? Because it sounds like he's got a lot to say, but he doesn't want to say it, right? Yeah, I don't doesn't know. it sound like he's got a lot to say, but doesn't want to say it? Yeah, I just don't think he can do anything, right? I, I just, I don't know. Like, clearly, he's saying we're young on that side. It's a lot of things he can say, and it's a story for. I'm trying to figure out why he can't answer every question. You know what I'm saying? Why is it? Why is it the fact that he's always got? Some, don't you think we know? Yeah, I guess. Who's the most untouchable coach on the staff? A Rizzle. <laughs> You're calling him a coach. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett think- is going nowhere as long as Aaron Rodgers is here. Well, we got to see it through, but it doesn't mean it can't be improvements going by. He's probably saying, listen, man, this system is built for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers ain't here, so this, there you go. this is what we're dealing with. Right. And so, all right, let's now go to other things that Salah can do. And that is, of course, with personnel. We saw some changes. So Michael Carter was sent away. Um, that's one thing they, one change they made. Then we see Alan Lazard scratched from the lineup, which called every, caught everybody. He's just getting to do forty-four million dollars. That's right. Now here's uh, Coach Sala on that decision. Alan was down. Obviously, my decision. You know, there's things that we all need to get better at, including him. He's going to be here for a long time for the, for that for the next year and a half. He's going to be a part of this, and just wanted to make sure. One, we I wanted to give some of the younger guys Excuse an opportunity me? to play, what? and two, it's kind of a challenge to see if he can recapture the edge and who he is and recapture the, the person the, that the we edge. have. Did he say the edge? He's a good football player. I do believe that, but I, you know, for Allen, he'll be back sooner rather so than later. So he's kind of saying he got soft, and he also said a year he and a half. Did he? How many years did he sign for? Uh, that would be four. <laughs> so basically, be... he's telling you it's a two-year deal. Yeah, he's gonna be here for a year so, and a so half. So basically, it's a twenty-two million dollar deal. So he's out when Aaron Rodgers is out. Pretty much. Yeah. Now, now that part when he says you know he's got to get back his edge, very interesting thing. You want to know why? Well. W- Go ahead. You know what his nickname is, or supposed to be? Well, they said, what was that? Um, the goon. The goon, right. Uh, so here's Salah. When follow-up was, are you saying that he lost his edge? No, it's just a, uh, edge is probably the wrong word. I'm sorry. He hasn't been playing up to, I'll speak for him, I don't think he's played up to his standard. Everyone's kind of pressing on that side of the ball to try to make something happen. And, you know, there's just obviously parts of his game that need to get better. What are you seeing there? He can't catch. He leads the league in drops. A receiver's 
primary job to be a good receiver is to be able to catch. It ain't the run. It ain't routes. It ain't sitting in zones. It's the catch. It's like being a basketball player, but you can't dribble. Or can't shoot. I'm going to say dribble. Okay. <laughs> or can't catch the ball. Because you got to dribble to shoot. <laughs> you know? So it's, so he, so it's as simple as... He can't. He's he's obviously a body catcher. You've talked about that from the beginning. Like he yeah. doesn't catch with his hands. He doesn't high point for a big receiver. He does not high point. He does not play big. His catches are in the body. And you're saying that that's become an issue because he's not even catching those anymore. Yeah, and to have that many drops, man. Yeah. Well, that's that's one part of it. All right. So Salah is now starting to sit some guys. Salah is not going to make a change with coordinator at offensive coordinator. But, of course, the reporters now have to ask this question about a coach that has not really been able to do any type of real winning so far as a head coach. I know uh, the season hasn't gone the way that you wanted to in 4-7. and seven. Are you worried about your job security? And if not, uh, why is that the case? No, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Should he be? Uh, no, nah, because he did. He was part of the staff that brought Aaron Rodgers. And anybody tell you that if you lose your starting quarterback, your odds of winning the Super Bowl or having a good season mm-hmm. is going to go down. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they lost him four plays in means that you couldn't get any Aaron Rodgers wins on this on this um you know on, you couldn't get no air on this season. So. No. So now they're saying, hey, man, listen, we all knew what it was. We were all in for Aaron Rodgers. We continue to be all in for Aaron Rodgers. And if any quarterback in this league goes down, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. So why should we? Like, we're basically doing what everybody else is doing. So this season that they tried to survive through without the most important player on the roster is now leading to the inevitable, it's, you know, we're not really playing for anything at this point. There's nothing left here, right? The reality's starting to set in. And does that now lead you to think – that if the Jets end up with a top 10 pick, which it looks very likely they will, and even could fall into the top five for all we know, what do they do with this pick? Devontae Adams is a player that they're looking to target in a trade. That's yeah. a real thing. That's been out there. So it doesn't. it's not like they would go after a wide receiver. Would they draft oh. a quarterback? Uh, I think it's either quarterback, wide receiver, offensive lineman. It's got to be a tackle, right? Yeah, it's depending on what they're able to do in free agency. If they're able to go get or make a trade, you know, if they're going to sit at that pick and move down and use it for uh, for extra um, extra draft picks, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, if they get four and they drop down to six because somebody wants to move up for, for a quarterback, then they can potentially, because they don't have that second-round draft pick. What should they do? What should they prioritize if they have this top five, six draft pick in this draft, which is going to have a lot of quarterbacks in it? A lot of offensive linemen. It does have a lot of offensive linemen, Great as always. Line. And then, of course, there's the wide receiver, the superstar out of Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr., which if you put him with Garrett Wilson, you got something special. But if you got Devontae Adams, because I feel like if you put him before, uh, if, you, if, you, if you go get Marvin Harrison Jr., um... It's going to be tough because now that means that you're going to have to make a decision who's going to be here long term, Garrett Wilson or Marvin Harris Jr. Because when you know uh, Garrett gets to his fourth year, Marvin yeah, Harrison being his second year, mm-hmm. you got to decide what you're going to do with him. And then what if Marvin Harrison looks like he's a more special player than Garrett, and you ain't going to pay him, and then a year later have to pay right. Marvin Harris Jr. Right. So I think so. You think it's less way, likely yeah. they go wide receiver? Yeah, I think because you think that because. You'd have to know you're getting receiver. Devontae Adams yeah. to pass on a wide receiver, though. You'd have to know and, you're getting and, and Devontae. You know, and you know how 
Aaron Rodgers is when it comes to rookie wide receivers. Yes. Not the best story or relationship we with him. We saw that. So right. if that's the case, how about let's protect our franchise and let's get a guy that's going to be with us for 15 years, either the kid from Oregon State or the kid from Penn State. So you're going lineman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Going, I'm going to tackle because guess what? That means I can let Beckton graduate and I can go out and – and I think when he comes back, I think I'm just gonna keep Vera Tucker at right guard. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep playing him, moving him with him. He can go to right guard because now you know Tipman is your center for for the rest of the, like forever. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. your center, so now mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about moving him to right tackle. They really messed up, man, when they let Morgan Moses go. Yeah, because Morgan Moses balling for the Ravens, yep. and he was a cheap dude, and you could have got him. So I say like if you go get that tackle, that may potentially allow you to let Beckton go. Or use that as leverage for Beckton. Hey, we're going to get this young kid. We're going to put him at right tackle. We're going to put you at left tackle. So use you, Langton, Tip, Tipman, Vera Tucker, Vera Tucker right. and this first round and draft pick at right tackle. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, do uh, you, and you still go out and draft. You still go out in free agency and go get, if you can find a. Lale Collins or somebody like that is trying yeah. to make a comeback. You, yep. get, you might get somebody like that yeah, on he's the just, cheap. He, yeah, he's just not healthy right now. Yeah, so. but that's now, not yeah. next year. You yeah, know, yeah. You, yeah, you he, need to I get some because you already know already offensive linemen get hurt. Like, right. you know that. And they already brought him in. And you got to make sure that you have, like, some in, some insurance. So, here's Rex Ryan on with DNR this morning talking about what the Jets – You got any fan that's starting to look at draft positioning, right, and and you want to talk about the quarterbacks in this draft, if you feel like that's it for Zach Wilson, so you, now you got to find that Aaron Rodgers replacement, well, here's what Rex Ryan says to those thoughts. Well, I think you're so into it that you're going to take that one shot for him to take a run at it. And I, I think that's where they're at. That's why they brought in Aaron, that, you know, hey, we're going to take our shot at a Super Bowl, and then when he goes, we're going to blow it up and, and start over. So, yeah, I, I don't think that's – I think you're going to try to get somebody who can have an immediate impact on you. That's probably not what the Jet fans want to hear because it should be more about the future of this football team and the future's not just one season. You know, that's the problem, right, Bart, is that you'll look at this draft and you'll see quarterbacks and you'll think, don't we have to – draft because of life after Aaron? Yeah, what you're trying to draft for is like any good player that you have. Because it's going to be like... Well, somebody's going to have to be the backup next year. It's not going to be Zach Wilson, more than likely, right? Yeah, so that's graduating, right? So Tim Boyle is is auditioning to be remain the third quarterback. (laughs) Um, I think the Jets go out and they spend... I mean, if if the Jets could do it all over again, they would have loved to have... Gardner Minshew. No, I'm just saying they would they would have loved to have spent the four million dollars to keep Mike oh, White. Oh, Mike White, yeah, yeah, four million dollars. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and maybe Mike White right now would be playing, and then things would be uh, things would be fine. Right. And said the Dolphins made that a priority instead. Think about that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. <laughs> Who knows Mike White better than the Dolphins? Kick that ass. <laughs> Dave is in the car. What's up, Dave? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, I wonder if you kind of see the same thing that I'm seeing as a sports fan in general. I'm looking at the Jets. Obviously, there's a kowtow element to Aaron Rodgers. We understand if he wasn't hurt how things might be different. But when you look at this team going into next season, I think the saddest part that I see here is if you don't make the playoffs, and don't have, like, a bust-out season next year, don't you see that perhaps the writing is on the wall where they might blow it up? And here are the reasons why before you give me an answer. Hackett is showing he's not a head coach. Just look at Denver. He's also showing to be one of those coaches, if they don't have their stud, 
they're not as great as they are being portrayed. And then you look at the players in the locker room who've gone through two, three seasons of wear and tear and losing. And really, you got to give these guys credit for battling through it. But at some point, you're looking at the clock on the wall and you're saying, I'm going to be out of the league in two or three years. I need to be with an organization that has a real coach and a real focus. And one more thing, I think Mr. Sala is a great coach, and I think he's being, I think he's being handcuffed and muzzled. I'd love to hear what he has to say when he leaves the Jets organization. Let me know your thoughts. Thanks. Well, Dave, that last one, I kind of agree. I do think that he's whether he's doing it to himself or, or somebody's just putting that pressure on him. I don't think he's telling us what he really feels. Well, why would he, right? Like, it's, not yet. How, how can he help? Yeah, like the tell-all book comes out if things go bad. <laughs> right. I, I'm gonna hold some stuff close to the vest just in case some stuff happens. Yeah, but but as far as you know, the rest of it though, Bart. I mean, I, I just I don't know everything that the caller was saying there. It's hard to argue with, right? Like you just see the writing on the wall, and it's a matter of next year is everything. Like you. You have to give them but, the year. But here's the if thing. you're Woody, everybody that says they're going to fire everybody, like you have to give him next season with a healthy Rodgers and see how it goes, because you never had that chance this year. Yeah, they have to fix whatever the issues were this year, and then go in next year with Rodgers healthy and say this is it. Let's see what it looks like, and if it's once again the same issues of bad offense and injuries left and right and all that then you gotta go then you guys forget it like again blow it up again and start over but you can't do any you cannot make massive changes until you get to see what it was supposed to be right. and we never got to see it four plays in it's not like we never got, got to, in to see the, it. in the preseason well we barely saw in the preseason he only played the one series right right uh ari's in t-neck ari yeah how are we doing guys What's thank up? you for having me on also, Bart, you didn't follow me on Instagram, bro. Golly. You got to tell me <laughs> something. He wants a follow. He wants a grand follow. What's the, what's the, what's the thing? What's the thing? Is the whole world listening? Oh, we did this before. Four, R-I, six, Reen, whatever it was. Oh, hold on. How you, oh, oh, whatever you it was. Follow you and say whatever it was. Whatever it was. You don't know your handle? Four. No, I got you. I got you. Four, R-I, six, hold on, hold on. R-E-E-N. Six? Mm-hmm. R-E-E-N. Hey, what the? Yeah. Four R I six. R E E N. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. The hell? Well, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Listen, I'm getting. So listen, this, this is hold up. First of all, <laughs> you private. Is this you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got a tie. You got a tie on with a white shirt. Huh? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> and it says Jets Devils. But it yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. Diehard Jets, Mets, Nets, Devils fan. Yeah, I say yeah. Um, unfortunately, okay. Right, go ahead, go ahead, you just put, do a follow back. Go ahead, push the follow. Go ahead, push follow, the follow back. I right, bet. Request so, Okay, there you go. All right, sounds so, good to me. I'll say I'll do what I, I got. I, I, my <laughs> I love you, Bart. Um, basically, I got into an argument with my friend or discussion. And I was saying how I don't feel like any quarterback would thrive in this offense right now because if, even if Aaron was here, he wouldn't mad like the receivers wouldn't magically be getting open in half a in half a second where the O line is not blocking at all. And it's just it's aggravating to see that every single year you have people complaining about Joe Douglas not like 
not solidifying this line. Well, personally, I see him trying, and then like people want him to spend twenty million dollars on a backup, expecting someone to get hurt. Like it's just like. Well, they could have did a better job, but they thought they didn't want to. They didn't want to uh, intimidate Zach because they could have kept. They could have kept um, Mike White at four million dollars. He would have signed him off to deal for eight yeah. million dollars, and that would have been fine because Zach and his contract would have been the same that anybody spends for Gardner Minshew or something like that. That would have been perfect money. Now look at Gardner Minshew, how valuable he's been that they lost their quarterback one and being able to help them develop their young quarterback. But the fact that he has them still live in the playoffs after beating Tampa yesterday, they, they're playing you know good enough that they thought you know letting uh, Shaq Grit, uh, Leonard go because they, everybody else is playing well. So the Jets next year is going to have to make sure that, okay, we hope that Aaron Rodgers, who before he got here, have been healthy for five straight years, not missed a game outside of the immunization claim that he had, which he got suspended for for a game for deceiving the uh, the NFL about his vaccination status. He hadn't missed a game in five years, so they hedged their bet that Aaron Rodgers going to come here. He never gets hurt. What he didn't know is his Jets turf is 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 uh, taking out more players than the old vet in Philadelphia. It's amazing what uh, and injuries that are happening on that field and everybody else complaining about it too. All right, we'll continue with the calls at 800-919-3776. We'll play some Bart versus, which is going to include a critical Rocky question. You know the movies, right? All the different movies. Do I know Rocky? There is, <laughs> there is an anniversary today. Mm. And we ask a very tough question. Tough. Of the people. And I want to see if you'll be able to answer that question. That and more coming up, so stay with us. Bart Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's your favorite game. Favorite part of the show, Bart. This, of course, involves the listeners, those who follow and everything else. 
and you have to guess what the people are thinking. We got time today. This is so much fun. We got time today. Well, we need it, and we need it today, too, because we need a little break from the reality of what's going on here with all these, with our local teams. So, Mm -mm -mm. I I just want to see how I want to begin, though. I got to be honest with you, because there's like different ways we can go. We can go serious from the beginning. We could go. Let's go serious, just because. Want to go serious? Yep. Okay. So we'll, we'll go with this one. Oh, I like this one. This was, this was, this Dina had had this one in the morning and it was actually, it's a really good one when you consider the news of the day. So if you're just joining us, uh, is it the first coaching fire, the head coach fire, right? No, no. Josh McDaniels. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Josh McDaniels was the first one. Right. And then, so the second one now in the NFL, and it's as, as Shefty told us, it's an average of six and a half head coaching changes each year in the NFL. So this will be number two. And it's the Carolina Panthers, after 11 games, just one season, Frank Reich is out. David Tepper, the new owner in Carolina, is now paying a third coach, if I'm not mistaken, a third no, coach? A second it, coach. We have R- Matt Rule, right. who to, we pay $66 million. Yes, to not coach. Who's paying more? Uh, the Raiders? Oh. Or oh, uh, Mark they're Davis? Paying, they're paying $84 million. Yeah. But anyway, it's a new owner, though. So you would think the, the newer guys would... He's super rich. Then said, yeah, yeah he is. So here's the question. We asked the people, over 400 people responded. Name the new billionaire owner, new billionaire owner, who has been the biggest disappointment to a desperate fan base. Oh, I got it. I got it. Nope, you ain't got to tell me. Okay. I'm going to go, well, we know the match, but I ain't going to go first. I'm going to go Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer is uh, the third answer. What? That's see, that's that's regional bias. And a lot of people feel like Steve Ballmer, if anything, has provided a brand new arena that will open next season. But they've gone out nothing. and gotten stars, so he's done everything you've you could ask from him. And he got a really good head coach. They just haven't put it together on the court because nobody's been healthy. So Ballmer, while okay. while Steve yes, Cohen, sorry, Steve Cohen, let's get number one out of the way. Steve Cohen is the number two answer. What? Yes, billionaire. I mean, come on. We just said Let's his go name. Phoenix we, Suns. We just said his name. Oh, Dave Tepper. David Tepper. Okay. I mean, this is p- pretty pathetic, don't you yeah. think? So everybody agrees that he has done the worst. But yes, the other two were definitely on the list. Okay. So we got the serious one out of the way. Um, I'm going to end, I think, with the Jets one. No, no, I'm ending with the Rocky one. Okay. But we're going to go to this one next because in honor of Tommy Cutlets DeVito, Tommy... And everything that he has done, what a great story. And by the way, he loves his chicken parm. That's the whole part of this whole story, too. Funny. He's going to get a dish named after him. Somebody going to give him some tomato sauce. He keep balling. Well, it's his mom who makes the chicken parms for him. He loves it. She makes his bed, too, apparently. Um, wow. So we asked the people. Bart, and this is over 300 people responded. Name the best type of Parmesan sandwich. So, you know, they get chicken parm and all that stuff. So what do you think the people said was the best Chick, uh, best Parmesan sandwich of the different versions you could get. But chicken parm. Chicken parm. Number one answer. I mean, by a landslide, too, by the way. Yeah, because they, they. Who do you think was number two? The eggplant parm? Eggplant parm was actually the fourth answer. Hmm. <sighs> I'm not a parm condescending. Really? You don't like you don't like, you don't like a good, a it's, good, like. It's okay. Yeah, wait. Well, number two was meatball parm. Ah. 
which is like, eh, what it's, makes like it, a meatball, it's a meatball sandwich. Meatball sauce. It's not really a. It's just, oh, I put cheese on it. Now it's a meatball parm. Like what yeah, the hell? Anyway, meatballs with tomato sauce. Yeah, what veal, are we doing here? veal parm. Oh yeah, That's yeah, good, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was number I three. I thought all of them was veal parm. What do you mean? All, no, veal is not chicken or yeah, that's right. Meat, You're right? It's a different. Yeah, because it's bread. It's because breaded, right? They're all breaded. Okay. It's all breaded and fried. Okay. With cheese. That's the palm yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. And then the eggplant is fourth. Okay. Thought that would be a lot better than it went. My bad. Um, well, I don't. Only um, mm-hmm. Italian food I eat is uh, SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. Yeah, that's how you come to can. You know what I'm saying? That's old school right there, baby. You cut up some. Um, that's how you some, know it's Italian. You cut up. It's SpaghettiOs. <laughs> you, you, you cut up some. SpaghettiOs. You, you, you cut up some uh, hot dogs and fry them and then put them in there. Oh, yeah, that's Lord. how we used to roll. Really? It tastes like sugar in the, so- it, in the it, sauce. It just, I thought you were going to say it tastes like sh- something else. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, all right, moving on from Bart versus. With the Jets now closer to a top five draft pick than an actual playoff spot. Yeah, that is sad reality, but true. We asked the people. Over 400 responded. Are you still interested in an Aaron Rodgers comeback this season? Now, obviously, there's only two answers here, yes or no. So what would you say was the popular answer? Well, the popular answer is going to be yes, just because they, they simply want to see him play. Oh, no. No. It was an overwhelming. Overwhelming, though. Yes. Overwhelming. 77% of the responders said no. Damn. You find that surprising? You would think most I, fans I get, I get, That means these fans are clearly saying, we want the draft pick. Matthew said it makes no sense to have him play this season. Let him get stronger for next season. The risk isn't worth the reward. Michael said we probably get a top five pick and still pass on a quarterback. Uh, Ty said only because you never know what might happen. Mark said interested in seeing the Jets win and not continue to be the same old Jets when adversity hits. They've been the same old Jets for a decade. What has losing fixed? So he wants to see Rodgers play. Of course, I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of fans out there that want something to feel excited about going to next year because they know even if Aaron Rodgers plays and he and whatever it looks like, it's going to look twice as good when they play for real next year. It almost is like you want to see that tease that there's there is something here. Yeah, it's, like playing but, the, it's like playing the young guys at the end of the season. But you wonder if the offensive line though makes it so because if Rodgers looks terrible because of the O line, oh, Dwayne Brown should be back. Scary. You keep telling me that, but yet I don't see I've him. seen him in uniform. They must have did that so they can still pay him, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? All right, last but not least on Bart versus. This is a fun one now. This one got, surprisingly not, I thought it would have a lot more engagement, but it didn't compared to the others. 230 votes, more than 230 votes on this one. So on this date in 1985, Bart Scott, Rocky Four was released. Now you remember that one, of course. Come on, stop it. I mean, just, don't, don't, give, give, give me the plot. Well, tell me about the plot. What was the plot? If he dies, he dies. Right. See, I beat a real champion. Exactly. This is, of course, I fight for the Cold me. War. Carlos Major! Carlos Major! <laughs> yes. So, anyways. I must break you. I asked people this. No pain. Name the best Rocky movie after the first two. So, you know, obviously there's three, four, Clubber Lang, five, Tommy and then, Gunn. And he then took my room. Rocky Balboa. Yeah. So 
which was what what do you think the popular answer was as to the best Rocky movie after Rocky one and two? Well, for me, it's mm-hmm. the one that's in our show. And that's the Rocky movie. That's Balboa. Rocky Balboa? Yeah, it's if you're ready to go through the pain and ready to take the yeah. who are you to tell me to use what we can and not do? My faint old sunshine and rainbows. Winners do, winners do that, and that ain't you. Now you're my son, you're my blood. I love you. But until you start becoming your own man, you mm-hmm. won't have a life. Mm-hmm. Looking for things. You start thinking things. You grew up good. That's his kid who grew up good. <laughs> well, was, I'm just going to let you know that that was not the number one answer. Oh, that's disrespectful. No, that was not the number one answer. To beat this guy, you need speed. You don't got any speed. And your knees are hurt and shot. So road work is out. To beat this guy, we're going to have to rely on horse blunt trauma. Yeah. Force blunt, right. Force blunt trauma. <laughs> yeah. Let's start building some, some hurting bombs. So it's, don't tell me the Tommy Gun one. That was that was no, so Tommy right. Gun. No, no. You Tom, heard me, Tom, punk. Tom, touch Tommy me Gun. and I see. Touch me and I see. That actually got the least amount of. Yeah, votes. that was the worst one. Yeah, that, that one not great. No, Rock, Rocky Four. You got a dog. Rocky Four is the winner. Joe, I, hold on, hold on. You said after Rocky Four. No, I said after Rocky's oh. one and two. Oh damn, duh. Rocky Four is was the answer. Yeah, that's well. Yeah. Now that's Rocky Three was Clubber Lang was Mr. T was yeah. that whole thing, which yeah, yeah. was an incredibly entertaining. Rocky movie, but not really compelling. Yeah. I mean, Mickey dying was pretty, like, that that gripping, right? But that hurt. It's amazing that that movie, because I think it had too many other little things Stories, in it that yeah. got goofy. It was like four movies in one. Yeah, it was. It was the whole Thunderlips thing with Hulk Hogan. Like, it was just like, what are we doing here? I feel like Rocky Three is when we, when we jumped the shark on the Rocky movies. It started to become kind of goofy, and... If I can say this, Rocky Four for everything it had in it That's with the Cold War yeah. and all that, it it felt like to me, it was a workout movie, <laughs> w- like like wrapped it, it was, in some drama. It, it was a training get, leading up to the movie, and he lost, and he was afraid. Yes, I'm afraid. Well, that's Rocky Three when that's they're on right. the beach and that's she yells right. at. That's right. That's right. No, the you know the you can't win and all that. Yeah. You can't win. Yeah. But to be great, me, he's gonna have to kill me. Like that's what you mean. That confrontation. It was like that. It was like in Rocky Three that that that, that you don't even hurt no more. That Adrian co- confrontation was so good. We need to have another one. This time she's at the top of the stairs. Then she shows up. When she shows up though in Siberia. There's no easy way out. <laughs> There's no shortcuts home. So do you agree or disagree with the people? Yeah, yeah, I'm 100%. I didn't understand the question. I thought you said outside of the Rockies. So the way it was ranked here, after one and two, it goes Rocky four, then, then Rocky three, three then, then Balboa, Balboa yeah, then that's, five. That's, that's, that's correct. And the creeds don't count because they're yeah, spinoff yeah, movies. Yeah, that's, yeah, don't count. yeah, so that's how it goes. Agree or that, disagree? That is 100% that correct. That is Bard versus. 800-919-3776 is the number. We got Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the Knicks yet and what they've done. And tomorrow night's an in-season tournament game that could – the Knicks are right now in position to advance in this thing after what they did on Friday night. So lots to get to with you before we hand it off to the K-Show. But first, Bart, 
Yeah. I need you to tell me more about Sandstone Auto Mall. Man, I keep telling these people they better start listening to me, man. If you want to get the best deals in New Jersey, you got to go to Sandstone Auto Mall. I'm telling you, Bart Scott, you have to check them out. I mean, they have the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. We're trying to confirm in the world, and maybe the universe, Craig, is debatable. <laughs> You'll get a chance to choose from almost 2,000 vehicles across 10 top brands. Toyota, Nissan, Kia, Hyundai, Jeep, Mazda, and more. Where else can you go at a one-stop shop where you're going to find wherever you want, whatever brand you want, you compare, contrast? And I'm telling you what, they work with so many banks that financing will not be a problem. We're going to get you approved. I tell you what, and after you do all that and you make your next move, your best move, you tell them Bart Scott sent you. Guess what they're going to do for you? And you know what? You're welcome. They're going to give you some of that Bart cash, $1,000 off, baby. No questions asked. All you got to do is go to Sansong Auto Mall, Route 1 in Woodbridge, or go to SansongAuto.com, or just call them. 1-800-SANSONG today. they get you on the road, baby. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I'm probably going to listen to the soundtrack now as I'm walking through the park. No easy, no easy, no easy way. You start air, you start arbor. Here it comes. Boom, boom. <laughs> He's he dropping that rope. No pain. Ah, oh, damn, I can't pick up the barn, the people in the, in the trailer. Ah, ah, I need some more steroids. <laughs> ah. Seriously, was that movie not like just, it was a 20-minute workout video. <laughs> Where he's just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Lord L- Latimer was like, man, that inspired Latimer from the program. Is that? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. But still, like it just like you're watching the movie. Like, bro, bro, Rock, Rocky, Rocky. Listen, there comes a scene where you're just like, uh, bro, I don't know. Stop working out, bro. Can we just get back into the movie, please. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> yeah. Before Rocky two and Rocky three, like Rocky four, like he went from being flabby and like with the robe on, with the sausage and all that stuff, and one and two. To looking like he been training with like like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Shredded. This dude ribs. He had the rib game ribs. was on. Yeah, he didn't just have slap ribs. ribs. That was the that was the, one of the funniest things is before the second fight yeah. with Clubber Lang when he they at weighing in at two hundred and two pounds and he says to make how much do you think he eats about two hundred and two pounds right? <laughs> <laughs> like like two hundred two pounds is, it okay? is that okay son I won't leave this place you know nature's more taller than people think you suddenly start losing things you say what the hell am I standing around here for and you you don't have things to go on for but with you kid I got a reason. And I won't be here, and I won't leave you until I need it. You know, Joe Maggiano, Rocky Maggiano, gave me this the favorite thing I got on this earth, and I want you to have it. I think it was his cufflinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of these times when you're down, and you're getting beat, and you're going to hear it's going to be a whisper in your ear. And it's going to say, hey, get up, you son of a bitch. Cause Mickey loves you. <laughs> like was that like an like that must have been like cut out of one of the yo, early movies, and they're like, let's use that. That's yo, good. Yo, Creed, Creed don't come close to that. Like Michael B. Jordan, we love him, but you he's finding think... himself as a writer. But the storytelling in the build I thought, up, the, I thought the, the first Creed was really good. That's because Rocky wrote it. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, they put him out for the last two, and he's about to write a well, new Creed one. Well, Creed three was basically the same thing as as the right. Clubber Lang story, just. He right. having to know him. But but the satire building up, Rocky did a great job in building up the character. So when they fought, you hate that character. Yeah, that's a and good it was point. like the building up and the, and the, the stuff leading up to it. 
no matter who it was. It's Apollo good. Creed. Oh, like he was going around. But his, the, story, the, story, the stories about he was just like a nobody. And like, hey, hey, I go in there and take a few rounds. Hey, that place stinks. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> it's so true. They're like, getting no, this mad dude at everything. Below the poverty line. <laughs> damn. <laughs> dude, all he got is a damn turtle. <laughs> and a ball. What the hell is wrong with this kid? A dog named Butkus. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it amazing, though, what he turned all that into? It's just crazy. The robe was oversized, had Joe Salami. Hey, Rocco, you mind if I make some money on your robe? <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. Father Kama. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, anyway, that's it for the Power Hour, served up by Grand Marnier. Visit GrandMarnier.com to learn how to take your cocktails from ordinary to extraordinary and live grand. Drink with style and always drink responsibly. You have the K Show coming up next. Bart and I'll see you tomorrow. Smart Bar. I holla. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.